Welcome back to the Happy Sad Person podcast. I'm Alessandra, your exceptionally haggard host today. Um, had an interesting past couple of days. Um, I was going to open this episode with an update on the 75 hard-ish challenge. And of course, naturally, like anytime you're getting yourself back on track in life, you have a few snafus to say the least. And yeah, I injured my ankle. I was on day 29 and it was 10 p.m. after leaving trivia with uh, my dad. And I we were going to walk to this abandoned cemetery, which I love and have a passion for. And I'm always interested in like old historical stuff. And I've been there before. I actually tried to maintain it as a high school project, but um, it was part of an old abandoned asylum. And so the the township in the area got a little anxious about people, you know, poking around and realizing that it wasn't maintained. But um, after I called and asked, they uh, maintained the cemetery. So still got what I wanted, but I digress. Um, So yeah, we were going to walk to that cemetery and it's in sort of like a commercial park and we were going to take a shortcut up a hill. And I said, no, let me be safe. Let me just go across the way. And little did I know, because they had moved so much earth, they had put in a drainage grate in the grass. And so I did a two foot drop into the drainage grate, clicked my ankle, heard that click, the little pop. And then I was like, oh, okay, I fell. I tried to get back up, walked a little bit, then it got worse. And then, which was really bizarre, all of my, um, like in a war movie, you know, when a bomb goes off, I've, uh, the the sound gets really blown out and far away and everything feels really like hazy and woozy. But that's what happened to my hearing. It was bizarre. Like all of everything sounded really far away and blown out. And that's when I was like, oh, something is wrong because I've never had that happen before. And it was probably just adrenaline, um, but it was weird. And then I kept walking on a little bit. It got worse, worse. And then I had to wait to get picked up by my brother sitting in like a little parking lot. But yeah, I went to the doctor today and I have a sprain. I for sure thought it was fractured, but it's weird. I haven't had an injury like this in a while and it feels like super weak. I can't, I have to hop around on crutches. It, uh, an injury like this humbles you because I'm not someone to ask for help and I definitely had to ask for help. Um, I can't drive at the moment. So I had to get a ride to the doctor's office. I can't carry cups of water or like dishes as I'm on crutches. So I have to ask somebody to help me with that. It really reminds you not to take your mobility, your functionality for granted. And I'm naturally not that quick or efficient of a person. I'm kind of a slow mover anyway, but now everything takes me five times as long. I have to crawl up the stairs because I injured my dominant foot. My dad and my brother were disagreeing with me saying that there's no such thing as a dominant foot. Put in the comments below or, or send me an email to uh, to make me feel better and thinking that there is a dominant foot, right? You have a dominant hand and a dominant foot. I lead when I walk with my right foot. 
I obviously use my left foot. I have stronger legs than arms, so they're pretty comparable, but I do have a dominant foot. But yeah, that was a tough pill to swallow derailing my progress because I now have three days on my 75 heart-ish challenge that are marked as injury. And in the technical 75 day challenge, those would be, that would mean you have to start over. And while if I'd missed it on my own, I probably would have started over because it was of my own error. Sure. This injury was my own error, you know, I, but most injuries are of your own error and mistake, something like that. So I think I'm going to tack on three days at the end of the challenge. So since I'm 75 ish hard, it'll be 78 hard because I was making such good progress and I'm still, well, they think I'll be, you know, up and, and really moving again in like two weeks or two weeks after the injury. So like by now, like a week and a half, um, I'm going to lift weights, which maybe this was a sign from the, uh, weightlifting gods that I actually needed to participate in weightlifting. I had started, but I wasn't fully immersed in it. Um, cause I really can't bear weight on my foot. Um, it's weird. I haven't had an injury like this in a long time where it's like, you're completely immobilized and normally an injury like this would have totally derailed me. I would have been furious with myself. I would have been furious about messing up my challenge. I really just would have had so much anger and hatred toward myself. And I'm clearly making some progress because I don't have that resentment. I'm like, well, it happened. I'm okay. It's not a fracture. It's not a break because uh, everyone in my, in my uh, immediate circle was thinking that it was something more serious um, but no, it's a sprain. Uh, the pain isn't that bad and it's fixable. You know, I was ironically reading all these things on my newsfeed came up today, um, about injuries, a boy that was shot in the 4th of July shooting in Chicago, who's eight and now paralyzed and really angry, rightfully so. And then, another injury, someone was bit by a shark. And then I watched a video um, with this really great YouTuber who does interior design, uh, Paige Wassel. And she did a video that Pottery Barn is doing disability friendly um, furniture and collections for, you know, hopefully that'll open the door toward more disability friendly furniture. But it made me think like, I'll get my, the, uh, movement of my foot back. I'll be able to be quote unquote normal again. I'll be able to be fine again. That little boy that's eight won't. The guy that got bit by a shark, nerve damage. Um, another woman that got struck by lightning, severe nerve damage from the waist down. You know, people that live in wheelchairs every day, that's their normal, their new normal. That's their baseline. And so it sounds so, it sounds like a little bratty kid, you know, going to the soup kitchen for the first time and volunteering and being like, oh my God, people do struggle. But I think sometimes something like this puts you in your place and reminds you like, hey, you're fallible. 
you're fragile. And the human body is such a finicky thing. I've rolled my ankle so many times. It's sort of the norm when it comes to trail running. And I've been fine. You know, maybe a day, a little tingy, but, you know, I can walk on it again and I'm fine. So I don't think everything necessarily bad happens for a reason, because I think that's a little sadistic, but I think you can, everything bad that happens to you, I think you can learn a lesson from. I think you have the choice of taking something from something miserable and having it work toward your benefit or just being miserable and just like wallowing in sadness and never getting something out of it. Sure, with really horrific things come the stages of grief and reasonably so being really, really angry. And this is nothing like this, but it gave me a small reminder of things could be worse. Take your, don't take your mobility for granted. Um, Don't take your days for granted. You know, when I, when you're someone that naturally has like depression like me, obviously you can't shut it off, but sometimes I wallow in my depression for more than I should, or sometimes it's easier to let the days slip slip past you, slip by rather than really engage with life. And like I said, in the podcast where I came back, I weren't really want to participate in life again. And so the easy thing for me to do, the normal thing I would have done with messing up this challenge but just not messing up. It's an accident that happened. Um, I would have just quit, been done, moped, said, woe is me. Oh my God, everything bad happens to me. Life is so terrible. I'm going to quit doing the podcast. I'm going to quit the challenge. I'm going to quit everything. And then I'm going to start from zero and then just complain when I start from zero. That was the old me. Well, that version of me is still in there, but you know, I've, calloused over that that part and some new skin is growing in over it it's a little healthier um a little brighter a little shinier and yeah I'm going to just take this as like three days as a rest period and you know a a moment in time that I needed for whatever reason to sort of shut my brain down and really learn that it's okay to ask for help and to be more vulnerable and to just sort of accept that sometimes you have derailments in your plans. Um, You know, for me, my derailments are always, you know, it's everything's go big or go home for me. So when things fall apart for me, things fall apart because I also, um, the day after my injury, I, was really sick, almost like with the flu. Like I had chills, hot and cold. I was nauseous. Um, I don't have it anymore. I'm just sweating because it's hot in here. Um, and then I had like really severe period cramps and it was like, I felt like that, that day after, like I was like, I'm dying. It's bizarre. It's like when, when it rains, it pours for me. So I think sometimes the universe, whatever's above us, whatever collective energy really is like, yo, for you need to, for you to need to learn a lesson, you really have to get hit over the head with a lesson. And I know that because I'm stubborn and I, I'm my own worst enemy. No one else can do more damage to me 
than me. It's a sad, sad truth, but it's a good reality that I know about myself. And yeah, it's just been a weird couple of days. You really don't realize how much you need a foot to just like do anything. Like, I, you know, I don't have a bathroom on the ground floor. I have it on the second floor. Going to the bathroom, I can't just go up the stairs with my foot. I have to crawl up backwards to the to the second floor bathroom. Doing that every day would drive me crazy but that's some people's reality they have to figure out a way to do it and i'm sure after a while it'll become normal second nature but having everything take forever being forced to slow down it's just so annoying but it is what it is and it just reminds you like be grateful be grateful for what you have be grateful for your own ailments you know, that cliche, if everyone's problems were in a pile, you'd always pick up yours. I mean, I think in America, we don't do that enough. I saw another article. I'm naturally hypochondriac, so I'm always reading health articles. Um, I got a newsletter on my phone that polio is back in the New York City water system. And God, as Americans, we really, we've done such a good job eradicating illnesses and problems that We don't see kids with polio or malaria or so many kids die of dehydration every day. Like over, I think over 2000 or something, you could quote me, you could say I'm incorrect on that, but we've eradicated really visible illnesses or hid them away from our society. So we don't see these ailments. We don't see people walking around with club feet. Um, And I think we've done such a good job that, this whole anti-vax movement has really taken hold because we can't see what happens when we're not proactive with our healthcare, when we're not participating in protecting society because we don't see the ramifications because all of that history in America is long gone of what happens when we have massive, you know, epidemics in our country or, you know, with COVID, the world pandemic, but, um, yeah, it's, it's funny whenever you're injured and you have nothing else to do, you just sort of read things and it just got it. Some of the, some of the news that's going on in the world right now really, really bums you out. And I don't think I'm alone in that. So yeah, it was a weird, I think anytime you're really left alone with your own thoughts, you're really thinking, you know, why am I here? What's my purpose? Let me really, you know, bum myself out with some news. And so, yeah, I feel like I'm coming out of like a little self-imposed depression fog. So it's nice to get back on here and just, I don't know. It's weird. I still feel like I'm talking to myself, but there are people listening. So thank you again for listening. And if you've made it this far, I don't know, drop, a clover emoji in in the YouTube comments below. If you're watching on YouTube. Um, and on that note with the clover emoji, I end every podcast with a quote. And this felt very poignant for, I'm pulling it up now with my phone. Um, with the injury that I had, you know, 
how every choice, every decision is connected. Every, everything in the world is really interconnected and something leads you to the next thing. And sometimes something bad can lead you to something great. And, you know, the irony of my fall was that I took this, I never take the safe way. And I took the safe way because we could either go up the hill or go parallel along the road. So there's like the parking lot road area. And then you're like a little bit above on the grass. And I thought, oh, maybe going up the hill might be a little more dangerous. Like, let's just go across in the grass along the um, the path of the parking lot. And what did I do? I took the safe road and I still got injured. And I think that that's like a perfect metaphor for life that we're never going to escape this world unscathed, whether you take the easy route or the hard route or the thing you really want or the thing everybody else wants you to do. There's no safe choice, even though sometimes we think there's a safer choice. It's just risk mitigation. And so if I can impart anything on anyone, it would be take the risky choice, take the path uh, less traveled. Robert, Robert, Frost, Robert Frost poem is, is really great, classic. And do the thing you want to do because you're still going to come out of it beaten up and scratched and, and bruised and injured at the end. So either you come out of the brambles happy because you found all the blueberries you wanted or you come out the other clearer path, but you still fell in a ditch, and got injured and pick the thing that'll bring you the most joy, the most happiness, because it's worth it in the end. You know, ultimately the most injury we endure is death. So we can't escape it anyway. So wherever, whatever paths we take, they all lead to death. So I don't know, make the worthwhile choice that means something to you. God, you know, a little dark, but it's true. And sometimes you have to like really extrapolate when bad things happen to you. I use bad loosely in quotes because I know people struggle so much more than I do in the world. And, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for my problems, but yeah, I sometimes like to really take something and learn a lesson from it because I think it, it makes the interim of dealing with ramifications of what happens a little easier. And it makes you, I don't know, accept what happens a little easier. But here's the quote that relates to sort of the concept of choices and things that happen to you. It's called the butterfly effect. You need to stay and you need to stay loudly. You're afraid of making bad choices, but the truth is this. The tiniest actions will influence the course of the rest of your life and you cannot control it. So many factors play a part in you being here today. A delayed train, an extra cup of tea, the number of seconds your parents took to cross the street. This is chaos theory, sensitivity, mathematics. You are here, and every choice you have ever made has led to right now, reading this. While you exist, every movement and moment matters. Those bad choices led you to the best days of your life. If you were to play it all in rewind. So let them go. Change will come. Even if you're standing still, 
butterflies will keep flapping their wings and causing hurricanes. So make your choices and make them loud. Trust your gut, trust energy. And if you ceased to exist, oh, the universe would notice the mess that would make the hearts that would break. So just stay, stay for the bad choices, stay for the great ones, stay, cause a few hurricanes. S-R-W. So on that note, stay, cause some hurricanes, take the path less traveled, whatever that means for you. So everyone has a different meaning in the word meaning of life. And yeah, thanks again for listening. Uh, Email questions, comments, concerns, criticisms, complaints, uh, any more alliteration, any other C words. Um, Hopefully you don't use that C word to describe me. Um, But if you do, that's cool too. (laughs) Freedom of speech. Um, Yeah, thank you all for listening and uh, see you next week. Bye-bye.